0: Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm Jerry Savell. Thank you for joining with me. And I want to encourage you to just relax for the next few moments and hear the Word of God because remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You know, if you're down today, if you're depressed, if uh, you're not having a great day, well, it's not over yet. I believe God is going to do something through this broadcast that's going to lift you up and encourage you. You know, the book of Acts says that the Word of God is able to build you up. And so that's what I'm believing for, that your faith is going to be built up today, and you're going to dare to believe God no matter how impossible your situation may seem, because God is the God who specializes in doing what men say is impossible. Praise God. Let me read a scripture to you very, very quickly. Psalm 67 Verses 5 and 6, let the people praise thee, O God, let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our God, shall bless us. Notice when you praise God for his goodness, when you praise God for his willingness to step into your life and do good things, then God says that immediately after you give praise, something happens. It happens in the spirit realm first, and then if you'll stay in faith, it'll manifest in the natural. And that is a manifestation of God's goodness. That's what we're talking about on the broadcast today. I'm going to take you into the Heritage Faith Christian Center service where I was teaching on the goodness of God. And I want to encourage you to pay very close attention because I believe God's going to say something through me that's going to inspire your faith today. What's now. So once again, let's look at Psalm 21 and the verse that says in verse 3, for thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. I want you to start thinking in terms of God's goodness is a blessing. God's goodness is a blessing. Amen. So prevent here, we've already said, means to precede. So David is telling us that the goodness of God goes before him and precedes him, wherever he goes, whatever he does. Amen. Just waiting to manifest. Now, think that way when you're going through adversity. Most people just focus on the adversity. They just focus on... What they're going through right at the moment. They don't see beyond that. But doesn't the Bible teach us when we live by faith that we're not moved by what we see? Yes. Yes. We walk by faith and not by sight. Yes. So that means you got to look beyond the circumstance, you got to look beyond the adversity. Right. Yes. And if you look beyond that, <clears throat> the Bible is telling us here that God has already. Pre-arranged a blessing of goodness yes, that is just waiting for you. Amen. 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 Carol and I experience this just almost every day in some way, the blessing of goodness. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I expect it everywhere I go. Yes, sir. Amen. And I don't carry a sign around I'm a preacher. Would you like to bless me? <laughs> I just expect it because the Bible tells me to. It's, it's part of my covenant right to expect good things from God every day in my life. Now, that's not to say some bad things don't happen. From time to time, they do. Challenges come to me just like they do to you. But I'm not going to focus on the challenge, I'm not going to focus on the adversity. I'm going to look beyond that and say, God, I don't know how long it's going to take for this to change, but I got my eyes on you and not on this. And I know beyond this, there is a blessing of goodness. Something good is going to happen to me on the other side of this. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? I want to challenge you to begin to expect that this year perhaps more so than you ever have before. Amen. Amen. Psalm 27, turn there with me for a moment and look at verse 13 and 14. I had fainted or I would have fainted unless, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yes. Notice he said, I would have fainted. There's absolutely no question about it. I would have fainted. I would have become weary. I would have given up if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord on the other side of this adversity. Amen. If you don't believe That you're going to see the goodness of God on the other side of this adversity, you will faint. You will grow weary. You will give up. You will do the very opposite of what he said in verse 14 wait on God. You won't be willing to wait. But if you believe based on what we see in the Word of God, Not just on what Brother Jerry's saying or Brother Justin's saying or any other brother's saying, but based on what the Word of God says. That the goodness of the Lord is waiting for you. David said it. Thou preventest me with the blessings of goodness. In other words, they're already preceding me. They're waiting for me. What do you suppose... You forfeit when you give up. What do you suppose you could have had if you stood your ground? Isn't that motivating to you? That's that's one of the primary reasons why I am not going to quit. I don't want to miss out on anything good. Hallelujah. And I know something good is waiting for me. But I gotta make up my mind that feigning and growing weary and giving up is not an option. Amen. Amen. Can you say amen? amen? So he said, I would have fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So that tells me that if I make the decision, you know, a lot of times I like to say it out loud. I can do it in my heart. A lot of times, I I want the Lord to know. He knows the thoughts of my heart, the intent of my heart. But but a lot of times, I just just want to say it where he can hear it. Lord, I am not giving up. I am not growing weary. I am not fainting. And the Bible says that if I'm willing to wait on him, then he will strengthen me. Amen. Amen. That means that he will energize me so that I can continue to stand, so that I won't grow weary, so that I won't faint. Amen. Amen. So determining that you're going to wait on the Lord, no matter how long it takes. But here again, I believe God is accelerating things. There's some things going to come to pass in your life that look like they'd never come to pass last year, but God is going to cause them to come to pass sooner than you thought this year. Hallelujah. Amen. So wouldn't you be willing to wait? Look at somebody and say, I'm waiting. I don't know what you plan to do, but I'm waiting. I don't want to miss out on anything good. Can you say amen? Praise God. Amen. So don't ever give up. The goodness of God is just on the other side of every adversity. And always remember this, it is not God withholding. It is not God keeping you from experiencing it. It's your adversary, the devil. But if you stay in faith, then he's not going to be able to keep you from laying hold upon the goodness that God has already pre you for you. So notice once again, David said that he would have fainted if he had not believed. And here fainted means to begin to waver. And the Bible tells us in the book of James chapter one, verses six and seven, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. The person that wavers cannot expect to receive anything from God. Now, I don't believe it's, it's God being mean, but God's not going to violate his own word. That's right. yeah. I mean, if, if God was just going to bless everybody that wavers, and why even print the Bible? <laughs> why even teach on faith? That's
1: right. That's Come on!
0: If he's just going to do it regardless of your attitude or the lifestyle or or or, or how you conduct yourself in adversity, if he's just going to do it anyway, then why 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 did he say the just shall live by faith? Right. Right. And he's not going to violate his own word. Amen. You don't do your children that way.
1: That's right.
0: You know, you you expect certain things, and if they don't do it, do you go and bless them anyway, <laughs> and just keep on blessing them anyway? Well, you might a time or two, you know, but uh, you know, after a while, you realize you've made a big mistake by not right. keeping your word to them. They're going to just keep on doing things that are that are not right and think they can get away with it. Well, it's not that God's mean. The people that he loves, he chastens. Amen? Amen.
1: That's right.
0: Amen. It's not God withholding from us. It's not God keeping good things from us. God is good and he doeth good get that down in your spirit. God is good and he doeth good. But once again, our responsibility is stay in faith. Keep our eyes on him and stay in faith. Keep telling yourself something good is on the other side of this adversity. Say it with me. Something good. Go ahead and point somewhere out there. Say something good is on the other side of this adversity. And I'm, not quit. and I'm not gonna quit. Can you say Amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 35: Cast not away your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. The Message translation says: So don't throw it all away now. You need to stick it out, so you'll be there for the promised completion. Don't throw it all away now. And I I, I can't uh, I can't figure out people that have stood for weeks and even months, and then finally get to the place where they quit. Look at all that wasted energy. No, why don't you determine you're going to wait for the promised completion? What is the promised completion? Goodness shows up. That's what he's promised. Goodness is on the other side of this. Wait for the promise completion. Amen. God's not going to let you fail. He's not going to allow the adversary to defeat you if you stay in faith and keep your eyes on him. Can you say amen? amen. Now, Psalm 107 says, and, and I, I want to uh, say this just before I give you that verse. One of the ways that you stay in faith, that the Bible teaches, is to stay in praise and worship to keep offering God thanksgiving and praise. Psalm 107 verse 1 says, "O oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. O oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Now this is not referring to just after he does something. You should be praising him after he does something but it's also referring to praising him before you see it happen. Isn't he good all the time? Not just when he does something good, he's good all the time. God is good and he doeth good. So he's encouraging us to praise God when it happens and praise God while you're waiting for it to happen and then praise Him again after that happens, and then praise Him again while you're waiting for the next thing to happen, and praise Him when it does, and then start the cycle all over again. Just never stop praising God. Never stop praising God. For what? His goodness. Verse 8 says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, and for His wonderful works to the children of men. So what are we to praise God for? Because he's good and for his goodness. Praise God that he's good and praise God for his goodness. That's one of the ways you stay in faith. Amen. Amen. Stay in faith. Not only for the good things that God's already done, but praise God. One of the greatest expressions of faith is when you can praise God while you're waiting for something good to happen. Amen. A number of years ago, I was in um, Liberty, Texas, and I had a supernatural visitation of the Lord, 1992, in my hotel room. And in that visitation, the Lord said, most of my people, or he said, my people know me as Savior. Many of them know me as Baptizer in the Holy Spirit. Some of them know me as Healer some of them know me as a deliverer. He said, but they don't all know me as the God of the breakthrough. If they did, then they wouldn't be so quick to give up. And he said, tell them that the God of the breakthrough wants to visit their house. And so that night I went over to that church and preached that and boy, did we ever have a Holy Ghost meeting. And then the Lord instructed me to preach on the God of the breakthrough will visit your house everywhere I went during that year. I wrote a book about it, a series of messages on it, and uh, it's still touching lives all over the world. But then he also said this in that visitation. He said, tell them that the depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. The depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. In other words, just how big a breakthrough do you need? just how big a breakthrough do you need. The depth of your praise will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we call ourselves praising God with hallelujah, hallelujah, amen. There wasn't a whole lot of depth to that glory, glory. (laughs) And I think a lot of times the reason being is because they come to church with more on their mind their problem than the answer to the problem. Amen? So the depth of your praise and, and where it really counts is not in church at home. It counts in here, but it counts more at home. Does anybody in your family know you're a praiser? (laughs) Has anybody in your family ever heard you praise God? Has your wife ever said, children, daddy's in there praising God? (laughs) And then sometimes they just, I, I like to walk when I'm praying and I'd just walk in that room, all around that room, you know, walk as far as I could go and make a circle and I'm just walking and, and the girls would be right behind me just praying in tongues, you know, look like a, an old hen with some chicks, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but they be real quiet. Amen. But they could see the results from it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. After the service they'd they'd say when we got back to the room, Daddy, let us feel your hands. They're always hot after you preach and pray for people. Yeah. They could see the results of it. Yeah. So does anybody else in your family besides you know you're a praiser? Yes.
1: yes.
0: <laughs> the depth of your praise Come on. will determine Come on. the magnitude of your breakthrough. Yeah. Just ask yourself, how big a breakthrough do I need? Well, then just go for it. Praise God. Amen. Go for it. Go for praising God and don't be concerned about what anybody else thinks. It's your breakthrough, not theirs. It's your breakthrough. Amen. So, praising the magnitude, of, uh, the depth of your praise. Will determine the magnitude of your breakthrough. Can you say amen? amen? To refuse to offer thanksgiving and praise in advance is to open the door to a discouragement. And eventually, you'll begin to waver in your faith. Amen. And the Bible says the person that wavers can't expect to receive anything from God. Now, Psalm 67, go there with me real quick. Psalm 67. verse 3. Let the people praise Thee, O God. Let all the people praise Thee. Then, look at verse 6, the first word, then, then shall the earth yield or increase and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear and reverence Him. So notice the praise precedes the then. Amen. Notice nothing happens until after praise. Yes. Did you see that? Yes. Let the people praise thee, O oh God. Let all the people praise thee. Then here's what they can expect. Supernatural increase. Yes. Breakthrough. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've heard people say, well, Brother Jerry, I have a praise in my heart, but it just won't come out my mouth. nay done taking up line. Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you got any praise in your heart, you're not having a problem with it coming out. You're having a problem shutting it off sometimes. Amen? Let all the people praise thee. Then, Let all the people in Heritage of Faith Church praise Thee. Then their breakthrough will happen. Then their increase will happen. Then, praise God, what they've been believing for will manifest. Hallelujah. Let all the people at Heritage of Faith and let all the people watching this broadcast praise the Lord, and then something major will take place. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give him your best shout this morning. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Be seated again for a moment. Psalm 23, verse 6, you know it. You learned it as a kid in Sunday school. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now notice in Psalm 21, it precedes us. Now Psalm 23 says, and it follows us. It's waiting for me and it's following me. Hallelujah. So the goodness of God is surrounding us. Hallelujah. All we have to do is our part. God's already done his part. He's got the goodness waiting for us. Can he say amen?
1: It's time to put an end to frustration and start seeing results in your life. Are you under financial pressure without anything ever seeming to change? In the inspiring book, Receive God's Best, Jerry Savell gives direction on how to position yourself for God's breakthrough. God knows the state of your financial affairs and he knows how to fix them. Learn how to apply practical down-to-earth principles and experience God's best in your life. In the powerful three CD message, Making Room for His Glory, Jerry shares how when life gets challenging, you can rise above it through the presence of God. You'll learn what you must do to welcome the glory of God into your life, which will help you overcome any obstacle. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org now and request the God's Goodness Resource Package, including the book Receive God's Best and the three CD teaching Making Room for His Glory. Now is the time to walk in the undeniable presence of God and be empowered to live victoriously.
0: Don't forget to place your order right away for our resources that we're offering this week. And this will be the last time we offer these. My book on Receive God's Best and then also three CDs making room for God's glory. Once again, the glory of God is the manifestation of his presence, his power, and his goodness. And be sure to go to jerrysavelle.org so that you can find out about other resources. You can find out about our itinerary. We might be coming into your area. And if so, then I'd love to have you come to the meeting. And if possible, come up and say hello to me. And uh, we would love to see you there. And then also, if you'd like to be a partner with the ministry, there's information on the website about how to become a partner. And if you have prayer requests, we love joining our faith with you and believing God for impossible looking situations. Nothing is impossible with our God. You know, God appeared to Abraham one time and said that your wife, Sarah, is going to have a child. And if you remember the story, it was impossible for her to give birth. It was impossible for her to conceive. Her womb was dead. And uh, when she heard that, she actually laughed. And God said to her, why did you laugh? And she reminded him that it's impossible for me to conceive. And he said, nothing is impossible or nothing is too hard for the Lord. And I want you to remember that. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. And then he appeared to her and said, this time next year, you will have this baby that I have promised you, and that child was Isaac, and praise God, what a great story Isaac is in the Bible. So God is the God who does impossible things. So don't you dare give up. Don't you dare give up on God. Don't you dare give up on his word, because God will come through for you. I've seen it happen time and time again, not only in my life, but in the lives of people all over the world. Here's a testimony. I was in uh, Palm Coast, Florida recently, and uh, Richard Roberts actually was with me, and we were both preaching in that conference, and and, uh, every night we'd pray for people. And One night, the Spirit of God said to me that uh, someone here who's had an accident, uh, and and it caused great pain in your neck that has never been healed or mended properly, uh, God wants to heal you tonight. And so there were several people that came up, but one lady in particular shared with me after the service. She said, I had a car accident 15 years ago. She said, actually, there was a car that came up behind us. He lost his brakes and he slammed into the back of our car and it injured my neck. And she said, I have been in pain for 15 years going to the doctor, Doing everything that they knew to do, and it had not gotten any better at all. But tonight when you laid hands on me, I sensed the power of God come into my body and into my neck. And she said, look at this. And she began to move her neck around. I'm telling you, she was totally set free. So God specializes in what men say is impossible, in what even physicians say is impossible. God specializes in the impossible. So I want to encourage you, don't ever give up on God. Don't ever give up on his word. God is for you. God loves you, and he wants you well. He wants you blessed, and he wants you highly favored. Thank you for joining me today. Join me again next week, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.